Hello everyone and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me tonight, we have our wizard of wait, what, Chinoda? Boopstring! Oh god, that was very loud. <laughs> you, now that you have destroyed the ears of all of our listeners, um, and given a... <laughs> Given a great uh, indication of what we're actually going to be talking about tonight. Yes, boys and girls, we are going to be doing a spoiler cast of the Don Machi movie, Arrow of the Orion. Uh, so uh, you and I got to see this uh, premiered in the U.S. the same week as Otakon. So you and I actually got to see this together in D.C., uh, which is uh, a new thing for us. Uh, so we, we actually saw this the same week you and I saw the movie premiere. Yeah. That was a uh, great by the way, date night. I loved it. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, spoiler. Uh, well, not so much a spoiler, but you know, definitely check out premiere when it's in theaters in the U S in September. Was it September 17th and 19th? Uh, and 21st, I and, think? No, and 20th. Uh, 17th, 19th, and 20th. Um, uh, and we also have a spoiler cast coming for that movie as well after it premieres, the week after it premieres here in the U.S. So we've already recorded that after <laughs> as, as of the time of this recording. So definitely look forward to that. Uh, but yeah, tonight we're going to be talking about the uh, Don Machi movie, Arrow of the Orion. So... Uh, I think the best thing for us to do starting off is uh, I think we have to mention this for sake of uh, clarity. So the theater you and I went to go watch this in was not, number one. It's a really nice theater. Um, but number two, there were some technical difficulties at the beginning of the movie. Uh, yeah. We didn't, we didn't realize it until after the like opening like studio logos and stuff played. Uh, but there was no sound for the first little bit of this. So, um, someone that was in the theater went to go tell several uh, people of, went off, yeah, off to go tell that actually to tell them that, it, you know, the sound wasn't working and Hey, could you perhaps rewind it? Because, uh, you know, we, there's no sound and eventually they did, but we had about, I would say a good five or 10 minutes there. I, well, maybe not 10 minutes, but at least a good five minutes, the first five minutes of the movie where we were watching it without sound. Now, granted the, the subtitles were definitely playing and I made, I made mention that, uh, this is a new experience for me because this is exactly how blind or how uh, deaf people experience anime. And I'm like, <laughs> and I said this out loud in a, a moderately crowded theater. I said, this is the way that a silent voice was meant to be seen. Don't, <laughs> don't worry, everyone. Hysterical. I did groan at that. And, but everyone else thought it was fucking hysterical. But, uh, something else that happened, uh, another person who was sitting, in the same row as us, but down a little bit, <laughs> blurted out, does anyone know how to do live dubbing? And my mind instantly, <laughs> my, no, my mind instantly went to the same thing. I'm like, wait a minute, I can do a few impressions. And I said, I, I said out loud, well, I can do a really good impression of Christopher Walken. Do you want me to make Bell Christopher Walken? And he's like, yeah. And all of a sudden, it burned out, wow, that's the, uh, your boobs, they're amazing. <laughs> There were so many laughs. You ever, you ever seen that girl eyes? 
She's pretty good. I like her a lot. <laughs> and then I had another thought, which I actually didn't get a chance to do, but I thought I could do a pretty good Donald Trump. So I thought, what if I make Hesty a Donald Trump? <laughs> it's like, yo, Belle, this, my familia is the best. <laughs> you have to join my I had way You're too much so fun with this. stupid, God. Hermes, look at Hermes over there. He is definitely not the best. We need to build a wall around Aurorio. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, moving on. I just thought for 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 just clarity's sake, we d I thought it was worth mentioning that there were technical difficulties for the theater we went to watching this movie. I'd be very interested to find out if the same thing happened in any other theaters, if anybody watched it um, in a local theater near them. Because um, I have heard of things like this happening in the past with anime movie premieres in theaters. Uh, but I will say the the group of people that we had in our theater watching it with us definitely took it in stride because there was a lot of joking going on in the period where we didn't have any sound. Yeah, it, it, like if you ever go to a convention or something and just watch anime in a room or uh, hentai in a room together, my God, that's when the community really comes out. Like everyone's just joking around, making fun of everything. It's great. It is honestly a damn good experience. I rem that is uh, that that is that is the biggest. Um, positive i can say as to why you should definitely go to video rooms at conventions uh is because there's a lot of people who will give you running commentary of the movie and some of it turns out to be pretty damn funny yeah now like some uh sometimes if you're legitimately there for to actually just check it out it it's not the best place to go to sometimes because people are talking and all that are just having fun but you're at a convention though you like that's where what you go there for yeah, but it is the biggest reason I tell people go to go to the video rooms, especially if you have absolutely nothing else to do and you don't want to spend a bunch of money in the dealer's room. Just go find 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 a, a video room playing something you've seen before, and you can just sit in there, relax, and just interact just with the commentary. community. It's fucking great. It's some of the best times I've ever had. Uh, yeah. little tidbit story time. Um. Uh, years ago, like way back in the day, when I uh, went to a con, I don't even remember which con I was at, uh, there was this like old Japanese movie playing. I don't even remember what it's called. All I remember is like it was about uh, some people going up to space to the moon or something or some other planet. And, like, they had to fight aliens. And, like, it, it was a really old style Japanese movie. It was, but it was a. Uh, they took it so seriously, this movie. But my god, we were clowning that movie so hard. And like everyone was just losing their shit. Some of the best time I've ever had at a convention. <laughs> and this, boys and girls, is the joy of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is. If you've never seen it or heard of it, please do yourself a favor and check it out. Trust I us. I genuinely think I genuinely I I think I could sell this idea of doing something like that, but for like really shitty anime. Oh god! Because <laughs> all they do, all they do on on MSTK three thousand is just 
rip, rip on, on shitty stuff. movies. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I could do this. We could do the same thing with shitty anime. Let's start off with SAO. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, getting back to the spoiler cast at hand, though. Um, so, the Dom Maji movie. Um, I've said this in the past, uh, and I think it bears repeating. I don't know why I like Don Machi, but I do. Because everything about Don Machi screams mediocre, but I still love it. Um, and I, I have to say that this movie overall kind of ticks that mediocre box a lot, but I still pretty much enjoyed it. What about you, Jenoda? I What was your enjoyment level of this movie as compared to other... Oh, I fucking loved it. It's really really basic there is nothing to write home about nothing like that at all it's just something you go there to watch it and enjoy it it's just a more generic movie but it's anime and it's yeah. of a franchise that you know and i, mean, I genuinely enjoyed it though it, it was fine for me it was fun i it, it was a good hour and a half or something like that uh it's 80 minutes long Okay, 80 minutes. Yeah, I had a good time with it. Yeah. Um, I will say the story itself does take on that sort of very familiar, kind of cliche at this point, like King Arthur chosen hero story. Also worth pointing out, this is this is a complete side story that is not in the original novels at all. However, the script for the, the movie was written by the uh, light novel author himself. So I guess take that for what it's worth. I guess in his mind, I, does this make it canon? I don't know. Um, I think they would have to come out and say whether it's canon or not. But either way, whatever they say, it does not matter whatsoever. I seriously doubt they'll ever even talk about it. this event again inside the universe of Danmachi. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's I... literally that one-off kind of story. And that's kind of that's kind of the big criticism that a lot of people seem to have of this movie, and it's not unfounded. In fact, I was looking through some reviews of this movie, and there was one in particular that had this sort of checklist. And I'm I'm thinking, well, I kind of feel like I can confirm a lot of these things. Like I'm, I'm going to go down it here. Uh, yeah. Conflict conflict that has virtually zero relation or impact to the main storyline. Check. Yeah. Uh, it's it's this is probably never gonna be mentioned ever again in all of Damachi. Um uh one off uh anime only love heroine that will never be mentioned again. Check. Yeah, check Artemis Artemis fills that pretty well. Uh cute as a button, but uh, you know, pretty un I hate saying unnecessary. It's certainly necessary to the story of the movie, but She's one off. But yeah, one off, that's all you can say. A one off enemy check, check. <laughs> um yeah i i don't even know what to say about the enemy of this uh this movie um it looked cool i i guess yeah for sure um is it is it funny that i can't even remember the name of the, the fucking enemy oh god i haven't even you thought can't about either it. that's how Fuck. that's how generic it is you can't remember it <laughs> You can't fucking remember it. Uh, I, and this is this is kind of what we mean. Like these these criticisms are not unfounded. Again, a one-off, 
power boost an OP weapon that will never be used again. Check. Yep, hardcore check. <laughs> and then, of course, the end that everyone fights together, but they're useless because the protagonist has to carry the final boss. Check. Hardcore check. God. Yeah. I mean, all that aside, I, I can't say, I still can't say that this is a bad movie because I enjoyed myself watching it, and I don't know why. And this is the thing about Don Maji. This is very unsettling for me with Don Maji because I want to know why I like this. I want so badly to know why I like Don Maji, and every time I sit and think about it, I can't. I mean. Like, I seriously can't. I I think you might be overthinking it. Just like sit down and enjoy it for what it is. Uh, that's all. Antares. 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 Yeah. That's the name of the main villain. I was literally looking for it. I just read it at the same time. I knew it was a, a, a Greek mythology. I knew it was in Greek mythology somewhere. And I'm like, and I also know there's a star named after this character. And I'm like, I'm thinking Arcturus. Uh, I knew it started with an A. Like Antares. Right. Antares. That's the name of the enemy. Cool design. Yeah. Cool design, but kind of a useless enemy. It's like a, an enemy that can't even really move. Yeah. The only Not a uh, whole lot at least. Yeah, but still it was uh neat. Uh and, and I will this... say I will say the whole cliche thing about the like the King Arthur chosen hero thing was kind of literal because in the in the movie, Bell has to pull the fucking spear out of a stone. Or it's actually a crystal in the movie, but it's, it's the same difference. It's literally the same thing, just a crystal instead of a, a rock. That, that's the yeah. difference. That's it. But that's literally lifted right out of the Arthurian legends. <laughs> yeah. And then, and just like in the Arthurian legends, the second bell pulls out the spear, whereas Arthur pulling out the sword and the stone. You hear a voice. You hear a voice of the fucking hero, and I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Sell it to me, why don't you? Not that it's like the worst thing in the world, but you know, it, oh, no. it was very copy paste. It was. It was. There's a, there's a lot of elements to this movie that were copy paste. It to just. It seemed like there were some elements from like the first season that were used, like copy paste into the movie. And I'm like, again, I, the first season was good, but you know, do something a little different. It was um, uh, closer to the safe side. I'll I'll agree to that. Honestly, so I have I have a thing. I have a theory about this, and I want to hear what you think about this. Okay. Um, if if you really think about it, you don't have to know a lot about Don Maji to watch this movie. You don't even really have to know the characters because it kind of sort of introduces them quickly in the beginning. Yeah, no, like um, you legitimately could never have watched uh, any of Don Maji and watched this movie. Like, it's yeah. that one-off. It'll help if you know the other characters, but because of how the movie is and all that, like, you could just watch it on its own, and it's yeah, I mean, very well, self-expressive as to the relations between characters. It explains uh, how uh, the story so far uh, in the beginning, so yeah. overall, you um, could literally just go in blind and completely watch this. And you certainly won't, if you have watched the first season going into this, you certainly won't be surprised at all by the fact that Hermes is still a shady fuck. He's a lovely shady fuck, though. I, I, he's I love him. so shady. So shady. Oh, my God. Like, some, I feel almost like if he just told everyone what his motivations were up front, half of the bullshit that happens wouldn't happen. 
I don't know. Like, I I feel they would still happen anyways, though. Now, I feel like if, if he had just come to Bell and said, Hey, Bell, there's this person who really needs help. And I think you might be the only one that could help. I have a feeling Bell's response would be, All right, where is she? Let's go. Yeah. Well, I don't think there would have been any need for this whole, like, sword in the stone bullshit, like this contest. And, and of course he lies to him about getting a vacation. Of course. I just... I don't know. Hermes, Hermes, like motivations well, are to really be fa- questionable. To to be fair, uh, they were trying to find someone that was that was uh, that can worthy. be chosen for it. Yeah, worthy. Worthy. Of course, it ends up being uh, protagonist Kun, but uh, <laughs> obviously. I mean, I just uh, Hermes is distressing. <laughs> All right, so. Talking about all this, what was the story? It's basically sword and stone, um, except uh, this time instead of sword, it's a sphere, which it turns out to be an arrow, not a sphere, but it's that freaking big uh, that it, you can use it like a sphere. Um, Bell pulls well, story, it out. The story itself is broken down into three parts. There's the sword and the stone. There's the epic road trip, epic fight. That's the three parts of the story. Yeah, it's literally that. Um, they hop on some. They pull out. Uh, Bell pulls out the sword. Uh, Hestia and Hermes Spear and Artemis. Arrow. Uh, goes along. Uh, with them to um, on a journey to the place on dragons. They encounter people. They have a little fight sequence in the middle of the movie. Um, and. You meet some more characters, more interactions, and then the big secret then you find gets revealed. Out all of, well, then you find out that all of Hermes' family is already in on this whole fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you find out the big secret, which is uh, what's Artemis that we've seen so far. It's only a little bit of her spirit that's left. Her true body has been eaten by this uh, monster and God, what was it again? Antares? Antares. Antares. And um, she's using what's left of her power to uh, help uh, uh, to get someone to defeat it. And uh, Bell was the one that's uh, chosen for it. And the, But the big twist is that um, she's going to have to die because um, the monster incorporated her body into um, its own body. And it has a god's power now, which is super deadly. Yeah. Yeah. And Bell goes also, uh, the, also the fucking moon turns into a giant bow. No 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 no. Not the moon. That that was uh that was a spell. The moon was still there. Uh, I know, but, but it a... looks like the moon. Oh. Sorry, you said that really in a really confusing way. Okay, so there was uh basically uh two moons up in the Sky and it turns out Antares was uh going to fire off a god arrow and it, that would have destroyed basically everything, um so they were on a hurry to hurry up and kill Antares before uh it fired this uh giant uh arrow with the bow off, so it, also, it looked like a moon a lot of confusion was there for a moment, 
Sorry. Also, also worth also worth mentioning. Uh, back in Orario in the dungeon, uh, all the fucking creatures are going crazy and trying to leave the dungeon. Yeah, and the Loki familia and um, what's the name? Freya's um, familia uh, had to fight together to uh, stop them from leaving the dungeon. Which yes. was a pretty pretty cool scene. I say myself. I only. I wish it was a bit longer, but you know, it's fine. It was just a little bit of story. Uh, so everyone goes uh goes uh to the ancient ruin to uh fight Antares. Uh, the big secret finally gets revealed to Bell. Uh, he has to kill Artemis. Uh, that's trapped uh, inside uh Antares' uh, body. Um, uh, he does it. Big power up boost, all that, all the standard shonen junk. You you know the oh, whole and, thing. And and don't don't forget about Ryu coming in like midway through and playing the part of Deus Ex Machina. Did he? The elf, the elf girl. Right, 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 right. It's like the the one that works at the bar, and it's like I used to be a level four adventurer, and it's like yeah, right, sure you her. Were. God, I forgot about her. Yeah, her. Uh, she also showed up and helped. I was just, I had to take a solid uh, moment to sit down and just be like, "Who the fuck is that?" I completely forgot. I yes, remembered afterwards, girl, but yeah, elf girl with the green hair. Yeah, um, I think it's green. I don't know. I'm pretty sure, blind. or light green. I anyways. I don't know. So that's the movie. Uh, it was really generic. It was uh okay. If you don't enjoy those types of things, you can absolutely skip out on the movie. But you know, yeah, if well, you probably not enjoy it, this at this point, if yeah, you're not yeah, um, it was a fine movie. If you enjoy it, you enjoy it. I will say, if you enjoyed da- the first season of Damaji, you'd probably definitely enjoy the movie, as I did. Um, I have to say, the the sort of quote unquote peril that Artemis herself was in. Not the most believable. How do you say that? I I, it just seems very unlikely that someone as allegedly as powerful as she was and as smart as she was supposed to be, at least that's what Hestia says, um, would have even allowed herself to get into this position without a really good reason. I mean shit happens. I don't know I, what else. See, to that's say. my point, though. You can't, you can't, you can't like rectify it in your mind. It's like they build her up throughout the course of the movie to be this like all powerful god, I mean, all powerful, but like uber powerful goddess, and then you find out, well, she basically got fucking trapped by a bug. So that's like I don't really find the whole peril believable, and also the fact that they kind of portray her as a new love interest for Belle, even though Belle is so fucking oblivious to everyone's advances towards him. Um, I don't even think she was portrayed as a very good love interest because, like, the the attraction seemed very skin deep, if you get my meaning. Yeah, there wasn't, like, too much to it. But then again, it was only a movie, so a shorter movie at that, so you really can't do too much with it anyways. Yeah, I I don't know. It's, there's so much about Artemis that just I think could have been done so much better. I also think hyping her up along this journey is to be like uber powerful was probably a mistake. Should have been useless like Hestia. Mm, maybe, but 
Who knows? Also, also surprisingly, not that much Hestia service in this movie. I'm kind of glad, though. Like, uh, you get her in all the other stuff anyway, so... Although I will say, there's Like, she was in there a decent amount, just not a lot of fan service, let's say. Um, I will say, however, that that scene where her and Artemis are in the tent together and they're really close and they're in their underwear... A plus. A freaking plus. There was a even as there was a little uh tidbit uh after the movie where uh the director of the movie and someone else was uh there just like uh they there was a interview uh, they showed us basically. Yeah. I believe and, the other person was the character designer. Yeah, can't remember for sure though. Um, they they were there and they uh they were doing an interview. And uh, one of them was just like, yeah, that 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 was my favorite scene. And everyone <laughs> was, was just scene. like, yeah. yeah. I also like the fact that he was asked, like, what was the... I forget the exact phrasing of the question, how it was asked, but um, it was asked, like, what was the most uh, uh, difficult scene to, to animate? And he, 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 always, he, he gave this answer first as a joke, but um, he said... That that scene when when Hestia and Artemis are in the tent together, I wasn't sure how much panties I could show. <laughs> it's like, can we get away with these all these panty shots? And that they but, could. Um, the the actual answer he ended up giving was actually probably my favorite scene in the movie, and that's the dance scene between Artemis and Bell, because I actually thought that was played really really well. Oh yeah, it looked good. The music was uh, just fine, and like, it, like there weren't any words being spoken, but the character interaction that was happening was rather sweet. Yeah, and there wasn't like I don't know if it was meant to be taken sexually, but it didn't come off that way. It Even I don't they're, think they're so. It doing, was more kind of like, doing it the way they're the way they're dancing is the way a couple would dance, though. It was, but it. Seemed more personal and intimate than that, but not sexual. Not not sexual intimacy. Fret, uh, like just getting to know another person. Intimate. Yes, which is a really weird way. Like, let me get to know you. Let's dance. Yeah, it, it is unique though, and I will fully give it. Uh, give the movie that they, like, I was not expecting a scene like that at all, and like that, it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Also worth mentioning that the the song that plays during that um, that scene is is really really good. I believe it's sung by Yuka Iguchi, who also did the ending theme. I I think I'm not entirely sure, but I think. Um, but yeah, that that was good. Um, really well animated. Speaking of animation, I think we do need to talk about animation. So, uh, this movie was produced by J C Staff. Uh, and as we've talked about in previous episodes of the podcast, JC staff really overloaded themselves throughout 2019. Um, and it's sort of shown itself quite off uh, quite a bit in some of the anime they've been doing this year. Uh, most notably in the index season three anime. Uh, I think I now know where a lot of the budget for the animation for index season three went. Uh, I, uh, I questioned that motive, but okay, uh, because the animation in in this movie was 
pretty good, I have to say. I, I wouldn't say it was stellar or anything to like really write home about, but it was pretty solidly animated. Even the even the CGI elements weren't terrible. I really liked it because it it looked good and it kept it kept true to its uh whole franchise where the the franchise looks really good honestly for how it's done and all that and the movie mm-hmm. like it upped the quality by just a bit where you notice it but it's still the same thing mm-hmm. but they kept it consistent also and that that was what was really cool only upping it uh at most during the fight scenes which is like you know some of the best scenes to up your animation quality on Oh yeah, for sure, and the dance as well. The dance had really good animation. Oh, and that, yeah, yeah. I mean, i i can't I can't really find anything to like fault the animation for, but I also think it's not stellar either. But I can definitely tell that they spent more money on the animation for this movie than they did for the animation for Index Season Three. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, JC Staff, you have failed me again. Uh, Listen, um, the movie looked good, so it's fine. Yeah, I, I suppose. Um, also, the sound design was really good, I suppose. Um, the music, as we've mentioned, was decent. Um, the like the OST the and the, the BGM was all pretty decent. I would say comparable to the first season of Don Maching, which was done by the same person. The music for the movie was done by the same guy who did the music for um, the first season of Damachi, who is uh, Keiji Inai. I thought it was done really well. Uh, the The ending music was really good. That's, I mean, the technical stuff was all pretty middle of the road, I'd say. Which is, I guess, at the end of the day, is what we've come to expect with Damachi. I don't know. I think so, uh, but it's good though there's the thing like uh we enjoyed it ourselves if you're not much for those types of animes or movies then you're not going to enjoy it but uh, end of the day it comes down to a personal preference but overall it was it was decent yeah not the greatest but not bad either yeah i just i kind of wish that it had been just better (laughs) i could see that i I did end up, for whatever reason, I have given this movie a 7 out of 10. I know, with all the complaints I've made, I you're probably asking yourself why. I don't know. I just, I enjoyed it. I guess, kind of in the same vein as Premiere, which you will find out when, when we release the uh, spoiler cast for that movie, I guess I kind of just see this as a popcorn movie. Where it's like, you can just go in, turn your brain off, and just enjoy it for what it is. Maybe that's why I enjoyed it, because I didn't go in with any expectations. It definitely helps uh, if you do that. Either expect uh, something really low or go in with no expectations, and you'll probably be decently surprised. Now, that's rather pessimistic, but, I mean, it helps live. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it, it, it certainly helps not be disappointed all the time. I don't know, it just... It just this is this movie is very Don Maggi. It's very basic. <laughs> yeah, and that's the best thing I can say about it. It's literally the best thing I can say about it. If you enjoyed it or anything like that, go ahead and buy it. 
I mean, it's yeah. it's a fun movie to just put up uh, on your TV screen as background noise or something if you yeah. just want it something may, like that. It may eventually be on uh, High Dive at some point. I now, really I, would I not say, be surprised if it ends up there eventually. I will I will say um, you and I only saw the sub. They, To my knowledge, they never even put a dub in theaters, um, which I thought was an interesting choice. Uh, if it, I, I know that a dub exists for this movie, but it was never put in theaters. Huh, that is actually rather interesting. It wouldn't surprise me. Maybe they might do another run with the dub specifically, or maybe they'll just uh, have it on a uh, streaming service and uh, yeah. the Blu-ray uh, release. Yeah, so, I, we'll I think that's more. I think that that latter bit that you said is probably more likely to happen. Yeah, I will say this. I will say this. I was pleasantly surprised by the amount of people that were in the theater that when we went. Um, it, I won't say it was full, but I will say it was more than half capacity. Yeah, which was uh pretty nice. Although part of it might have to do with the fact that it was the week of Otakon, and like the fact that there was an anime movie in theaters might have also just been a, it might have just been a huge coincidence that just happened to work out. Could have been, and this theater was just down the road from the convention center where Otakon was happening. Yeah, literally a block away. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that that all might have played into the where we saw the movie. I don't know how it was in other theaters. Um, but, I uh, can actually speak for this, though. Um, Around here in uh, Maryland, um, around D.C. and Baltimore, just all around, honestly, there is a pretty decently sized weeb community. Um. It's actually rather strong too and like uh you'll have a lot of people just walking around wearing anime shirts or merch and you can recognize each other there's events that happen uh now and then that are not just conventions so we personally uh over here have a rather strong community and we run into each other a decent amount well there you go if you are in the dc area definitely check out your local weeb community yeah, no, really, it's a pretty great community, all things considered. Uh, I don't think there's I anything d- else, Alex. No, I, I don't think, this is one of the shortest spoiler casts we've ever done. Of course, it's for a very basic movie, so I'm not surprised. Yeah. Fine movie, <laughs> I mean, just very basic. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess now we get to go on to season two of Don Machi. Yep, I've already started, and I am actually enjoying it. A lot of twists and turns that I did not see coming, but I, I, I really like it. I am looking forward to seeing your reaction to it, because you haven't started yet. No, I haven't. I actually will start the fo- next week. Um, but on that note, thank you all there for dropping in to listen to this. We hope you enjoyed it, because we always enjoy bringing this stuff to you. If you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can join us on Discord, Facebook, Twitter, and our website. Shoot us an email if you have any questions or if you have ideas for topics you would like for us to talk about in the future. Links to all these things will be down below in the description. As always, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, Chinoda. Thanks for joining us. Have a good one, people. God, this boob string is killing me. I gotta get it off now. (laughs) Ha ha ha!